Good morning, Colorado. Here we go. The Bell and Pollock Injury Show, the only show of its kind. I'm Gary Bell, along with Brad Pollock. We bring the show to you every week. We've been doing it for years. Look, we try to educate you and teach you about injury subjects. We're injury lawyers. We've been injury lawyers for a long time. We want you to know the rules. We want you to be educated. We want you to be informed. And that's just one, not all, but that's one of the reasons we do these shows, right? These are injury shows. Every week we cover a different injury subject. And you can go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. You can see all the shows we've got there. And by the way, if you go to championsofthepeople.com, we have 10 books now. They're free. 10 books on different injury subjects on our website. You can download an e-copy free anytime. We have everything from premises liability to attractive nuisances, injuries to children, and and much, much more. We got Hit and Run. That book's called Hit and Run, Cowards of the Street, because they are, they are cowards. And so you're going to find our website, championsofthepeople.com, receptive, hopefully warm and inviting, and hopefully you got a lot of free information and free materials. That's why we try to do these shows. We have offices in Denver and Steamboat Springs, and we do injury cases. Bell and Pollock does injury cases all over the state of Colorado, and we have for years. And Brad just finished a jury trial down in Durango, had a very nice, excellent result. And so we can do your case. We can help you. And by the way, you know, you hear lawyers all the, say, all the time say, well, if you, um, if, if we'll give you a free initial consultation. Well, that's true. That's pretty standard right? Free. But also Bell and Pollock will give you a free initial consultation and a free legal game plan. What does that mean? That means we're going to give you the steps, your strategy, so that you know what to do. You know what steps to follow right when you leave our office and you know why you're doing it, right? Isn't that important? Doesn't that feel good? Why you're doing it. And so that's how we operate our law firm. You can call us anytime at 303-795-5900 or in the mountains, you can call us at 970-870-8989. And anytime from the comfort of your phone, your computer, your laptop, doesn't matter, championsofthepeople.com. Okay, today, Brad and I are going to teach you the anatomy of a legal injury claim, the anatomy. Because you hear all these commercials from the lawyers, you know, come see us. We're the greatest lawyers. We want a billion dollars. We want this much money. We did this. We've got these testimonials. Nobody but us, nobody teaches you the elements of an injury claim. And we've done it time and time again. We've done it on damages, injuries, and losses. And today we're going to give you the anatomy of an injury claim. So Brad, let's start with our typical example, your motor vehicle accident. Let's just use a rear end example. And so you got to do things at the scene and then you got to treat and you got to go through doctors. Let's give everybody an overview and a picture of what a an injury claim is all about? Well, an injury claim is it got some standard basic things are going to happen. They're all different. They take on different different aspects, and certain aspects become more important than others depending on your particular kind of injury claim. Uh, for instance, uh, when you're in a motor vehicle accident, uh, what might be the important aspects? Well, obviously, it's important if you're injured or to know who's been injured and what the injuries are and to address how they're going to be treated and, and what medical records are going to be produced, what the medical bills are going to be, what those charges are going to be. But that may be one aspect, but you also have to talk about who's at fault, how the accident happened, and who's responsible for the crash, and uh, what did every person do within, in the crash when it was coming down and it was happening. So your, your, your injury claim is going to take on right right away two different paths. One talking about what happened and who's responsible, and the other one talking about who got hurt and what the injuries are and how you're being treated and what the records are. 
Right. So uh, we give you the anatomy of an injury claim, the breakdown, the, the anatomical parts of this injury claim. Brad just hit the nail on the head. So we got to think sort of like an insurance company for you to give you the strategy to win. So how do insurance companies look at a, at a claim? They look at first, as Brad just said, who's liable and why? And can we, the insurance company, avoid liability? Can we get out of it? Can we beat it? Can we beat you, Mr. and Mrs. Public? Can we beat you in your injury claim? Because if we're not responsible or liable or we can blame you for all or part of it, we're going to beat you. So that's one part of it. And the other part, as Brad just covered, is damages, injuries, and losses, your injuries. Brad, but let's talk about it. Maybe you have the accident, you go through liability. Then there's another step to our anatomy of an injury claim. It's the treatment process. So let's talk about that a minute. Sure. There's going to be an examination of what the treatment process is and and how important that is to different people and how uh, and what they would expect. And a lot of that's de- depending on what the jury, the ultimate jury you get, if you're going to have a jury uh, involved in the case. Uh, but the question a lot of times is, what's the delay in getting treatment? If you did get the treatment, what did the doctor say initially when you got the initial treatment? You, let's say you went to the to the hospital in an emergency room, or you went, or you drove straight to the hospital, or somebody drove you straight to the hospital from the crash, versus did it not happen until uh, two weeks later? And and what ex- explanation is there for why you waited two weeks to go to the hospital or to go get taken care of from the injuries you received in the crash? And did they really come from the crash at that point? So you've got a lot of questions there as far as what what kind of what kind of care you received, what did you do for the care, and what kind of injuries did you have, and what did you do for the injuries? Now, you, but this all deals with the personality of the person. Uh, you got to deal with the personality of the person that comes in and talks to you and try and get an idea of flavor for what that person is like. You can have a person who thinks, yeah, my, my back is hurting me and I was just in this crash, and, but it'll go away. And they wait a week and then they wait two weeks. And during that two weeks, they're laying on, on the floor rather than in the bed. And they're putting things underneath their back. And they're walking around gingerly at work. And they're not able to do their work at times. And, and, and they wait two weeks. And then they, the, the wife finally says, I'm making an appointment for you. I don't care what you want. And all right, make an appointment. They make an appointment. He goes, that won't work. I've got something else to do. I've got bowling night. And she says, why are you worried about bowling night? You're not going to go bowling. All right, you better on the couch for two weeks anyway yeah. you're hurt you don't you won't go bowling yeah that's my bowling night i'm not going to do it during bowling night and so bowling night comes up and you can't go to bowling night and she's saying see you could have gone to the doctor so she's now i'm making the appointment for sure and now all of a sudden that by the time the doctor gets you in you're a month down the road and you're or you're six weeks down the road and the insurance company's looking going what a gap in treatment. And they're going to use it against you. And that's what they do, right? That's exactly how they do it. They look at your records. So you you got to be compliant. So, all right, what have we taught you so far? Number one, the anatomy of an injury claim is what happens at the scene. That's important, right? You got to call the police. This is the anatomy of an injury claim. You're at the scene. You can either go to the ER or not go to the ER, but you must seek medical treatment. You can't delay it. Now, that's a big part of an injury claim. You can't delay it. And then, Brad, the insurance company eventually gets your proper and appropriate medical records. They do. And what are they going to do with them? Everybody needs to know this because this is part of an injury claim. Well, the ultimate thing is they're going to try and use them against you. 
uh, period. And they're going to look and they're going to see what gaps in treatments there are. Where is there inconsistent treatment? Where is there some kind of a, a analysis or information concerning a pre-existing condition or when you've been to the doctors prior or what kind of uh, prior injuries did you have? Um, and try to find ways that they can use those records against you. Um, and uh, we all know uh, that medical records at times might contain information that's not entirely accurate. But if it's not accurate, but it's something the insurance company can seize upon, then they're going to seize upon it. Right. Okay. So we've taught you the scene's important. Police are important. If you got to go to the ER, that's important. You can't delay going to the doctor. This is, an, this is how insurance companies anatomize your injury claim. It's how they break it down. This is how they decide whether they're going to even consider paying you or not. And then we did a whole show, Brad and I did a whole show, I think it was last week, on medical diagnoses. And what do they mean? Because the insurance companies are looking in your medical records for your medical diagnoses. And we, we you know, I'm not going to repeat it all here, but we gave you a couple of examples. Usually, when you go to the emergency room and said, my neck hurts from a car accident, they put sprain strain. The insurance company, that might change in six weeks when they do an MRI, but the insurance company wants to seize on those words right there. So we taught you that before. So you gotta you gotta keep be compliant, keep going to the doctor as recommended. If physical therapy is prescribed for you, go. Be a compliant patient. And and Brad and I have kind of talked about this a lot. It, it's harder. It's not impossible, but it's harder for our male clients to do this than the female clients. Male clients don't want to go to the doctor. Females are willing to take care of themselves as a general rule. I'm not trying to be sexist. It's just the way it is. And so. You have to talk yourself out of that. you got to get on a level playing field because I promise you, and Brad will promise you, if you wake up in a year, Mr. Injured Person, and your neck is not any better and you're going to need neck surgery, and you didn't go to the doctor for six months because you, quote, sucked it up, you're going to suck it up, you're, you're in legal trouble. You have legal problems. Okay, so Brad, and then let's talk about medical bills a second. That's part of it. Because insurance companies always look at the amount of the medical bills. Yes, they do. And they look at how they're incurred So, and, and for what they're incurred. So if you're getting medical bills for massage therapy versus physical therapy, it, it will make a difference. If the bills are higher um, for what the insurance company will determine in their minds is appropriate treatment, then you've got it. You're probably going to have a case worth more money, but they're looking to see if it fits within their standard of what they think should be the amount. If they see that you uh, went to the hospital from the crash and you incurred $30,000 in hospital bills, and then they see that for the next six months you incurred $300 worth of medical bills, they, they weigh that, they determine it, they, they see what that means and what it doesn't mean. Now, they, they may very well say in their mind, we've got to reimburse all this amount because uh, you know it's uh, for the medical bills, but they start determining if that's a factor of how they're going to determine what else to pay you. Now, they're going to throw out the 30000 and say you had to go there and they did all sorts of tests on you and they did all sorts of stuff to determine if you were hurt. And then after that, you only had 300, so you really weren't hurt. And the bills tell them a story they believe. All right, you know, we got a case, I've had many cases like that, but I can, one comes to mind real, real quick is a, a case with a very serious accident, goes to a, to a level uh, one trauma center. Uh, they do serial MRIs, which means they do them every two, three, four, five minutes. Very serious, very concerned. Emergency room bill ninety six thousand dollars. Okay, and then after that, it was there was probably another ten to fifteen thousand dollars in medical bills, and that falls into the category Brad was just talking about. What we're trying to teach you, the insurance company then is going to say, well, your medical bills were 
your ER bills were 96000 but they were unreasonable. That was too high. And then you didn't get, quote, much treatment after that, so your, your case isn't worth much. Yeah, we'll give you, we'll you $25,000 going down the road, and we're sorry if that's not enough to pay for your medical bills, but that's the way it goes because, you know, the hospital overtreated you that night or that day that you went in, and uh, you should take that up with the hospital. But do you know the funny thing is, again, yeah. I've never had one of those car insurance companies ever willing to have that adjuster who says the ins- that the hospital overtreated or the doctor overtreated willing to come in and stand up in trial and against the doctor or against the hospital when we don't want to pay the bill and say it was they were overtreated. Well, I tell you what, you know, Brad and I've done this a lot of years, so I told that adjuster, we have different approaches, but that adjuster said $96,000 emergency room bill. That's not, that's not acceptable. That's not reasonable. That's unreasonable. And I said, okay, would you like me to set up a meeting between you and the trauma doctors to save this woman's life? Then now you can tell the trauma doctors that what they did was serial MRIs every five minutes, three, three minutes were wrong, was wrong, was unreasonable, was not necessary. You want to go tell those doctors that? And so- they won't show up. No. And, and, if you, and if you tell the medical doctors, we're not paying your $96,000 bill. Because the insurance company. Because Mr. So-and-so adjuster at the insurance company says you overcharged him or he gave unreasonable medical care. Now let's all go down to the court because when they start suing to get their $96,000 paid, we'll see, we'll let you be the first witness to the jury or to the judge saying, I, an adjuster for a car insurance company, had decided that the medical bills or the medical treatment wasn't necessary and reasonable. Right. Okay. So what have we taught you so far? The accident, the scene, the emergency room, police, right? Treatment, treatment, diagnoses, legitimate treatment, truthful treatment, truthful diagnoses. And so now, now we're, you've been treating and at Bell and Pollock, if you come here, our, our telephone number is 303-795-5900. Part of our representation of you is to try to get your case resolved without filing a lawsuit. People don't like lawsuits. They're time-consuming. They're stressful, okay? Sometimes we have to, and we're going to tell you why in just a minute. But but we try to get a resolve. So, Brad, let's talk about you can make settlement demands. We try to get all the appropriate information. We present it legally and factually to the insurance company. To try to get them paid and get, the, get, get them on down the road and get thorough, complete compensation. You're right. That, well, that's exactly what the whole secret is. Uh, you, you've you got to value the case. And at Bell and Pollock, we try and value the case with our lawyers looking at it. Sometimes we'll put a team of lawyers on it to value the case. We have the opportunity to brainstorm it with everybody in the office if we want to, or to brainstorm it with just the lawyers in the office, or to brainstorm it with our paralegals only, or to to get a, a paralegal who hasn't been working the case and doesn't know the client and just try and brainstorm it that way to try to determine what the what the value of the case is and how different people are going to look at it. Because the value of the case is what somebody's willing to pay for the case or what a jury says it's worth. That's what the true value of the case is. And so, you know, you, you, you go through the different, the different scenarios that might be available and it might be there. Sometimes you bring in uh, people off the street. You, you, you pay them some money for the three, four hours of their time and you, you, you run an ad and you get five, six people in. We do a focus group. And, and you, yeah, focus group. And, you know, that's, that's where you're paying for five, six hours of six, seven, eight people's time to come in, sit at the conference room table, explain the case to them and see what they think it's worth. So you get an idea because sometimes attorneys get get blinded by by certain aspects of a case that's either good or bad, and it makes them think the case is either worth a lot or little. 
and you need the focus groups or you need the people in your office to be able to tell you about that and to be able to give you their, their thoughts and their ideas. Sometimes you go home and tell your spouse about the case. You, know, you, want, you want independent opinions to get you the best result, to get you thorough, complete, fair, injury compensation. So we're giving you the breakdown and the anatomy of an injury claim today. I'm Gary Bell, along with Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We're injury attorneys. We've done these shows for years, right? We want you to be educated. We want you to be informed. That's one of the reasons we do these shows. And you know at Bell and Pollock, you're going to get thorough representation, uh, complete evaluation, and you're going to get help. And so here's what here's what the rub is. Here's the rub. Let's give you a, numer- a number, number example. Let's say you have a case where your medical bills are $30,000. There's $100,000 of insurance coverage from the outfall party. So you have $100,000 of insurance. Your medical bills are 30. You have to pay those back. You have to pay the 30 grand back. And there's some ways to approach that. I won't go into right now, but you have to pay them back, assuming in this example, to the insurance company. Let's say it was Blue Cross Blue Shield. So you got to recover enough money to pay the 30 grand back. And so the insurance company says, what we're going to do is we're going to full and final settlement. We're going to pay you $15,000 total. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. And, and you're saying, well, how do I pay the $30,000 of medical bills back to the health insurance company, which I'm required to do, and you're only going to pay me $15,000? I, I can't do that. Yeah, that's the problem. That's, that's what they say. That's the problem. But we don't think the medical care you got was worth 30000 So, you know, give them fifteen and tell them that, that that's all they need. To, they, all they need. And, and there's no money in it for you because you got to pay all the money back for the medical bills. So you don't get anything for being injured for two years, three years, maybe the rest of your life. You don't get anything mm-hmm. under that approach. And that's why you tell the adjuster, okay, when they sue me for the balance, you're going to be my first witness. And, you know, if it doesn't work, then I'm going to come after you. Of course, they laugh at that. But the bottom line is you can't take the deal. You, you can't take it. There's no way you can take it. Now, that puts you in a So what does that lead? I mean, you know, where I come from, that's called a rock and a hard spot, buddy. Right. So what does that lead to? Now, that, that leads to a lawsuit. You have to file a lawsuit. You Which know. nobody wants to do, and we try to avoid at all costs. That's exactly right. But, the, but you don't have a choice. Then, Brad, when we file the lawsuit, we're called greedy. Our clients are called greedy. They're called, they're making it up. They're symptom exaggerating. And everybody's greedy. Everybody's greedy, but the insurance company, they didn't want to pay under that example. Well, and the doctors they hire to say they're greedy or faking. And the doctors they hire that they pay hundreds of thousands, if not over a million dollars a year to, to do examinations and write reports saying you really weren't injured. Okay. So then you have to file the lawsuit. You're going to go to trial. You want experienced trial lawyers to try in your case, okay? And the way I look at it and the way Brad looks at it, let's say we're in trial. Let's say it right now. You were injured. You have lifelong injuries. Your neck's never going to get better. You have neck surgery. Let's say we're there in trial. You always read in the newspapers, well, so-and-so, by, so-and-so got, got a verdict of whatever, 700000 They got $500,000 paid to them. We don't look at it that way at Bell & Pollock. Here's how we look at it. You, you, our client, the injured victim, here's how we look at it. What's the value of what was taken away from you? What's the value of what was taken away from you? That's how we look at it. And that's a better way to look at it. Not what you're going to get sounds greedy, not right, not proper, but what's the value? And so that's how we that's how we kind of look at it. And that's how we do jury trials. Well, and and I can rattle off to you a lot of nice recoveries I've gotten, nice judgments I've gotten, and nice settlements I've gotten. And you know what that means to your case? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Right. It doesn't mean one thing. We're only as good as our next case for you. And what matters is what I get for you on your case. 
And that and that's what's got to be identified as to whether or not you've got lawyers who care and lawyers who are going to give an effort and lawyers who know what they're doing and lawyers who will go out there and aren't afraid to put it on the line, recognizing that sometimes um, their clients are going to uh, find themselves between a rock and a hard place and they're going to have to file a lawsuit. Right. All right. You're listening to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We have offices in Denver and Steamboat Springs. Our website is championsofthepeople.com. If you've been injured, if you have questions, we would love to talk to you. We would love to give you a free initial consultation and a free legal game plan. Hey, we even wrote a book called Legal Game Plan. It's on our website, championsofthepeople.com. You can go there. You can download an e-copy of that book or of any of our 10 books for free. And if you want a hard copy, all you have to do is call our law firm at 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900. In the mountains, 970-870-8989. And we do all of this. We spent all this time and all this money to educate you because we want you to have the maximum chance. We want you to be informed. We want you to be educated. We want to champion your claim, your injury claim, your injury insurance claim, and we want you to give you or to give you the maximum chance to win. That's what we do. We educate and advocate because we are your champions of the people. See you next week. 